What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones, and we got a good week for you. Uh, we got to start off on a sad note, though. Uh, yesterday, it was announced that uh, the legend, the man himself, John Madden, died uh, unexpectedly. Uh, really sad news for any football fans out there. Uh, guy was legitimately the voice of football for you know, three decades, one of the best coaches ever, you know, 75% winning percentage, coached 10 years for the Raiders, an absolute legend, obviously. His name is on the NFL video game, or at least a good NFL video game. Um, just an absolute legend, but very, very sad news to hear that John Madden died, and only days after this um, documentary about him comes out, so kind of weird timing there, but RIP to the man. Yeah, they said it was unexpected. I don't know what that means. Um, yeah. I haven't heard anything of, of really related to a cause. Um, you know, he's been out of the spotlight for a while. You know, he, he used to even be, even after his, like, broadcast career ended, he was kind of like, you'd always see him, like, working on the, the game. You know, EA would bring him in every year for, and do, like, a, you know, some... He'd appear in, like, video montages of, like, being at EA, working on Madden, you know, putting his input in. Um, stuff like that, but I, I, you know, I haven't seen. He hasn't been in front of a camera in uh, at least four or five years. It feels like. Yeah, because the last Super Bowl he called was the Steelers. Those the Steelers Saints. Steelers Packers. Steelers Packers. Steelers Packers. Yeah, it was that crazy. Uh, what was it? San Antonio Holmes had that crazy catch in the end zone. A little. Toe oh, that tap. was Arizona. Steelers. Steelers Cardinals. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, that was the last. That was the last Super Bowl he called. So that was so. two thousand eight. I believe, or 2009, yeah. 2009, yeah, 2008 season, but 2009 Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, allegedly, we say, like, saw an interview with Costas today. That he was just like, basically, no one below the age of 50 knows him as a coach. Right, and, yeah. right. That's, like, arguably what he's most best famous at. for, like, <laughs> yeah. best at, and he's still... I heard that. I don't understand. In, I, don't, I don't understand what he meant way. by that, though. Anyone under 50. I don't... Like the numbers well, like, don't. You know, he stopped coaching in the fucking like seventies, eighties. So like, you know, you you don't really know him as, and he became so famous as a broadcaster. Like, ever people know he coached. Like we we didn't we weren't. No, I know. I just I thought it was but... I thought it was like, yeah, he stopped in seventy eight. So. Yeah, I guess so. Booth. And he was, you know, we know him as a, a broadcaster. Yeah. Know? I didn't know it was that early. I didn't know it was 78 when he stopped. 68, yeah. you never won. 69 to 78. I mean, he so was 103, 32, and 7 as a coach. Yeah, he has the highest win percentage ever. Pretty insane 10-year run. I mean, AFL champion, Super Bowl uh, 11. Won Super Bowl 11 <laughs> back yeah. in the day. Uh, crazy. Crazy. I mean, Raiders from 69 to 78 was a linebacker coach from 67 to 68. Crazy. I'll tell you what's got to happen next year. If if he is not gracing the cover. Oh, yeah. 23. Yeah. And I don't want to hear any bu- – EA better not do that bullshit 
where John Madden is only on the super advanced legendary edition that costs $180, comes with a fucking, you know, vo- like piece of the field that he coached on. Like, that man <laughs> is on every cover across the board. I, it shouldn't even be a question, you know? You yeah. want to make a, a legendary edition that you get some cool memento of John Madden? Great. You know, you get a, a DVD of the of the the documentary or something like that but like don't don't put you know fucking tom brady or aaron Rodgers on the regular edition and then john madden on the 200 hundred dollar legendary edition give that man the cover i mean he hasn't had it since what 99 98 yeah barry sanders was the first athlete on it and started the madden curse so yeah i think anything we need to if anyone deserves to get the respect paid to them in that way, it's it's John Madden. Yeah, no, definitely. He should he should absolutely be the cover of every single edition of Madden next year. I mean, the, you don't have that game without him, so it exactly. should it should absolutely uh, be him. Sad They'll fuck it up. Sad, very, yeah, they, they will. yeah, I mean, that's that's the problem. Is like it's it's an issue that I even have to like have doubt in my mind about that with EA, you know? I the, From what I'm gathering, though, it doesn't seem like there's a single person on the planet that didn't like him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like, that's certainly how it appears. You know, like, it would... se- like, it doesn't matter, like, like the color of the person, like, like, woman, any anything. Apparently, he did a lot for women, making them feel more comfortable. Apparently, like, uh, just like the way he announced football and and was very welcoming to to women um i don't specifically know how he did that but apparently that's what people were saying so i didn't even know that but i i mean i knew he was very likable and i I remember when we were younger i remember he did monday night football of course i don't know when did he stop doing that was it if i had to guess 2005 six yeah probably because it was probably when espn took it over um, but I mean, I remember I loved him as an announcer. He was great. I mean, obviously on Twitter, you're seeing all these like old clips of, you know, some hilarious Madden announcing moments. 2009. Yeah. That Super Bowl was his last one, but he was, he was with, uh, on Monday night football with Al Michaels from 2002 to 2005 and Sunday night football on NBC from 2006 to 2008. So he was pretty much done in 2008. Yeah. They came out um, to that Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. I, I hate to say it, but, like, not to diverge from uh, John Madden, but in general, when it comes to these broadcasting, like, when I was younger, the broadcasting booths were so much better, and they just get so, so bad. Like, mm-hmm. like Brian Greasy, Louis, uh, Riddick. Riddick's also better. He's Announcing isn't his forte. Not that he's bad, but he's better as, like, a as like an analyst in general. And then you have... Um, so who was the other one? Um, um, and Steve Levy, who's terrible, honestly. Steve Levy and Brian Greasy. Brian Greasy's not good either. Um, it's a pretty it, compared to other casts. It's pretty pathetic. Like like they just yeah. keep like they just keep. And I like, liked Levy on the Sports Center. I, I did too. He's just Levy. and he's not good. Like I'm saying, he doesn't pronounce the names right. Like like I consistently does not pronounce names right. Um, and. You know, he's not as exciting, and, and, and Riddick is just not a very exciting guy in general. He's just very fact-based and great at what he does. And then Greasy, Greasy's voice kind of annoys me, to be honest. I don't know if anyone else, I, I he sounds like an, an idiot 
to be honest. Kind of reminds me of, like, like when Phil Sims talked, he kind of sounded like an idiot. Uh, I don't know. He just, I don't like Greasy at all. Um, How did Brian Greasy get, like, the most coveted job in I don't know. In I don't sport? know. He's like a poor man's Tony Romo. You yeah, know? and then and then like you look at baseball and it's like Matt Van Scurgeon who's whatever and A Rod I love A Rod but he's okay like I I and then like you know when we grew up it was Joe Morgan and uh, what's his, John Miller and Joe Morgan they John were Miller, they yeah. were they were money they were they were amazing and it's just like you know and 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 obviously you know going back five years ago so John Gruden Gruden was 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 amazing. At Monday Night Football, John Gruden made Monday Night Football. You tuned in for John Gruden. I don't, I don't yeah, care and about. He had Tarico leaning, uh, leaning, and Tarico, so yes, Tarico, Tarico's an all-time great. Like know? it just keeps, and obviously that's probably not as good as what John Madden and Al Michaels was, and that's when Al Michaels was really good. Al Michaels has lost a lot of his uh, fervor and passion. I think he's very mundane and boring, in my yeah. opinion. Now, but you he could needs- like Tarico and, and Gruden. That's like a, you could tell that's just, like if they had the tent, the the longevity that those other duos had they would be up there yeah they would be in that conversation you know definitely definitely so, yeah, so it's just can, like it's, it's just they can, it just keeps getting worse it just they just keep going to shit like they're it's just sad that like we can't get a legit like kick ass like not like okay not like decent like a really good broadcasting and and even like um you know in the nba and the nba there's some young good guys i love ryan Rucco. he's obviously amazing but it's like um, no one's, no one's better than, what's his name for me? I can't think of, I think of, the, and I, I mean, I love, I do love Mark Jackson and, and, uh, Van Gundy. They are very good, but who's the old guy? I can't, I can't think of his name right now. Hubie Brown, like Hubie Brown was so good. I love Hubie Brown. Um, it's just, it's just, I guess basketball's a little better off. Hubie Brown does a few games here and there, but not as many as he used to. Yeah, Huey's also like really old. He's eighty-five, I think. Yeah, he's um, sharp as attack. Oh my god, sharper than attack. He's 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 another one of those guys. He's like a, a Buck Showalter type. Uh, like everyone's just like, yeah, he knows the game like better than yeah, anyone. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hubie Brown is eighty-eight. I shorted him three years. Damn, he's eighty-eight doing games. Still crushing it. <laughs> and like and like and like just like his um, familiarity and knowledge of you know the current day player players and how the game is developed and he's eighty eight, you know he's he's stayed in tune with the game and he could have just said ah oh, fuck it threes this it's a different game, he's just and he's still got a great voice and um, you know he was a really good coach with the Hawks and stuff but it's just like these guys are you know they're passing away they're getting older or they've been canceled like John Gruden and and went into other fields <laughs> like coaching um, it's just it just sucks that we other than other than in basketball basketball does have a really nice uh, trio really in Breen Tarika uh, Breen Gundy and uh, and Mark Jackson uh, th- that is a very solid trio there but um, I don't know. We just in football and baseball. We need to figure that the fuck out. Yeah, it's not. It's not a great. Um, and specifically football, especially. I can get away with Matt Van Surgeon and A Rod. I just I love A Rod, but um, yeah. But Matt Van Surgeon's like kind of the guy that's. He's always been. He's just like the baseball guy. Yeah, he's okay. Um, he's okay. He doesn't do anything for me. He's not like I don't think he's. I don't think he's bad at his job. I don't think he's amazing at it. Like he's competent. He's okay. 
It's just, you know, I mean, the voice is so big, too. Like, John Miller's voice is just, you need to inject that into me. Like, John Miller's yeah. voice is just um, another level. And it's like like John Madden and Gruden's voice. They're so distinctive to who they are. John Morton, like, he sounds like he's gargling something. You can barely understand him, but it's still amazing. And uh, he's got, like, a toad in his throat or something. And then, and then, you know, Gruden's just got that, you know, the way his voice comes off. It's so, like, rash and... You know, it's raspy. no one else's voice than Graspy than Grudeny. That's good football, Jaws. Oh, I forgot Jaws was on there, too, at one point. Jaws wasn't very good. Yeah. I mean, nothing, was was nothing, nothing was worse than Monday Night Football last year. Who was it last year? I can't even tell you, but I know it sucked. Uh, Jason Witten, uh, Booger. Jason Witten, Booger, and um, who was the third person? Um, that was really bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. Um, oh, and, and uh, the other, the radio guy who's good. Who? Um, he does the big calls. He was good. Um, he does, like, he's a very, very, very big voice. Important voice. Oh, yeah. I... I don't... I, I remember... I remember thinking, like, oh, they shouldn't have fired him. They should have just fired the other two. Um, um, it was, who was it? Joe Tessitore. Joe Tessitore, yeah, yes. Tessitore like he, yeah, He's got a, he's great. He's got a fantastic voice. Yeah, there was no, there was no reason to take him off. Yeah, Joe Tessitore, yeah. And then, yeah, Joe Tessitore. Uh, like, Joe Tessitore is definitely better than Steve Levy. Uh, that's where it's like, it should have been, you know. And, and I don't know, Riddick's. Riddick's really smart, and he's not bad at it at all. He just doesn't really have, like, the personality, I feel like, to be an announcer. Like, he's not he's not bad, and I, I do enjoy hearing him speak. But I also, I just don't think it's his, his, his forte exactly. I mean, I personally think he should be a GM, first and foremost, because he's really oh. good. Who? Uh, Steve Riddick. Riddick. Oh. No, like, I think Riddick's, like... No, Riddick should be a GM. No, Riddick, I think, like, like it's not his forte, I don't think, announcing. Like, right, he's okay right. at it. He's good. Like, he's so knowledgeable, but he doesn't have, like... He doesn't have a big, you know, personality that, like, takes up, you know... They don't... Yeah, they, that's things. They don't have a big personality. Like, who are you tuning in for? Like, Levy's whatever, and Greasy, like, fuck that. Like, there's not a big person... You gotta... You gotta... They balance each other out and stuff. You gotta have, like, a big, you know, a John Madden to go with him, like... You know, uh, an Al Michaels and a Tariko to go with the Gruden. They balance each other out. Who's the big personality right now that's like says big, audacious, has a you know a grand voice or whatever? It's really no one. You know, they, there's no there's no distinct voice or personality on there. That's my real issue with it. Because then it's like, oh, you can get away with a Levy or, or you know someone like that, but they don't have it. Yeah, it's hard to. That's the thing. I don't. I can't even like name anyone who's not. You know. Not Pat McAfee should probably be on it in some capacity just to I, I don't know how, how clean he would be with it, but Yeah. I don't know if he would be too uh un, un unhinged on it. Um but like something like that. Something with some, some pizzazz and spark. Alright, so the other thing we have to talk about is these playoff races. Um there's a couple that are still up in the air. No top seed has been clinched yet. Uh, a couple divisions haven't been clinched yet. Uh, start with the AFC North. The AFC North, probably the closest, most interesting one. Um, a lot can happen here in these last two games. Currently, Cincy uh, holds that top spot in that division. But 
Uh, Baltimore could still get that. I believe that the um, could the Steelers still get it as well. I think so. Could they get what? Or no, uh, after their division. loss, they might not be able to. Yeah, they could still no. win the division. They can, right, they can, because they can win out, since the he's can lose out. Yeah, yeah. Since he's nine and six, Baltimore's eight and seven. Pitt is, but they hold the uh, since he holds the tiebreaker over. Baltimore and Pitt because they swept both of them this year. Um, so the the only one that has a real chance is Baltimore if they win out and since he loses well, out. A, I know Pittsburgh has a chance for the division, so I guess since he Oh, because they have the tie. They have the tie. So they would yes, have one less it. loss. Be, that's it. They have nine, the tie. Seven, yeah, 9-7-1 and one versus 9 and, versus nine and uh, 8, right? Nine seven one. I think Cleveland. Cleveland has a chance. Week eighteen, they play the Bengals. Yeah, so they can. Yeah, they could win it and have the everybody tie can still. Yeah, everybody can still win that division because they already they want to know against the Bengals. So yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll, it'll they, be the Bengals though. It should, in theory, it should, it should. Um, we also have between Tennessee and Indy in the AFC South. I think that one's over. You think? Uh, well, Tennessee has the tiebreaker. But they have to play the Dolphins and then the Texans, and who knows what happens with either of those games. So the the, te- then... the Texans would have to the the Colts would have to win both, possibly without Wentz this week, and the Titans would have to lose both. Yeah. So yeah, and true. and it, yeah, that and, the Titans, and the Titans play the Texans and the Dolphins should win at least one if not both. And the Colts play the Raiders possibly without Wentz. And then who do the Colts play? The Colts play the Jags and the Raiders. All right. Yeah. So it's 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 really just comes down to uh, the Titans just that. winning one game. Yeah. So I think, okay. uh, well, I mean, I mean, I think, I think the Colts are definitely a better team, but Derrick Henry might be coming back week 18, which I think puts a uh, wrench into things in the AFC a little bit. Um, yeah, there's still, no, definitely. There's still 10 and five. That Tennessee has survived. Why couldn't he have come back, you know, just two weeks earlier? Just, you know, yeah. won me a fantasy chip. I'm and sure then, he could honestly play right now. I'm sure they're being somewhat conservative. I'm sure he could like give it a go if he had to. Yeah, like if they were I, if they were in a win and in situation. For the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, he'd probably also, be playing. Yeah. Yeah, fun. I mean I mean Fuck. so, Fuck so my whole season. He'll, he'll probably play like five to ten carries week eighteen or something, you know. And I'm sure he doesn't have the same role that he does. I'm sure he's not gonna be twenty five carries a game. Maybe it's like fifteen to twenty or something. Of course, you just see how you feel and as you go and play till you hurt something. But, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how they look with Henry. Because um, they still ran the ball decently well when he was out without with Foreman and Hilliard. They had some good games rushing and even McNichols a little bit. They kind of used the committee approach. So I think, you know, I think we all know Tan Hill. We know who he is. Uh, I think a lot of us knew that before, but he looked pretty shitty. Without Derrick Henry. And yeah, without Julio. Julio's been terrible. Julio should retire. And I say that I say that with full confidence and not prison of the moment. Julio should retire. Every other quarter, his hamstring gives out. Like, 
I've never seen someone with with tighter hamstrings ever. Like he's had <laughs> one game this year where he's had over ten points in fantasy. One, one. I mean, there, I mean, uh, it's ridiculous. And and AJ Brown's been out for a while, so he was dealing with literally nothing. But also, um, and Brown was great, you know, when he came back. Brown was great last week. He was fantastic. So that's the thing. You got Brown back. I mean, anything from Julio is a plus at this point. Um, and then you know you're you know it's pretty much the offense's uh, Brown and then and then Henry when he comes back. So you know that definitely changes them. And I think they could be you know a little more dangerous. I don't I don't think I don't know if they could make the AFC Championship game. I really see like the AFC Championship game as like teams between the Pats, the Chiefs, and the Bengals and Colts. That's kind of how I see it. I mean, some people like the Bills. As you say, you're still uh, not giving the Bills a chance? Well, the problem is if Josh Allen doesn't play well, they lose. There's okay, no, well, there's what, no run what, game. What team is that not true with? Uh, Mac Jones doesn't have to play good for the Pats to win. Mac, Mac, the, the, the Patriots are way less reliant on their quarterback. And I know they just lost to the Bills, but they're... That's fair, they're but just, no one I can mean, like, I mean, really if, consistently sustain a, a bad quarter, like a bad game from a quarterback. I mean, yeah, Mac Jones doesn't have to throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns, but he can't throw for 150 but, yards and one touchdown and three Josh Allen, Josh Allen has to be good to great for them to win in the playoffs. If he... Because they, they can't... But all these other teams, aside from maybe the Chiefs, the Chiefs have run the ball better, but the Colts run it extremely well. The Titans run it very well. The Bengals run it great with Mixon. Um, the Pats obviously have an array of backs. All these teams have a really solid run game. The Bills literally cannot run the ball. Um, so that's what I see the big – and, yeah, I guess you could say similar similarly with the Chiefs, but the Chiefs' defense is a lot more dominant and has been a lot more dominant. I can't believe I'm saying that. And, obviously, Mahomes has been terrific and a lot more consistent, especially of late. Uh, the and, Chiefs and also have and talent at running back, too. Yeah, the Chiefs. The Chiefs, Chiefs have yeah, the, and the Chiefs two have running backs that coach, are better than better coach. Hills better, better than Diggs. They have an upgrade nearly everywhere. Yeah. but that's why I see that with 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 the Bills. I, I'd really, I'm kind of tough on them because they don't have if Josh Allen's inconsistent and he is very inconsistent. He'll have some great games and then he'll have some bad games and it's very very hot and cold with him. So that's why I don't, you know, I like I would completely take them out of the Super Bowl mix because I don't think he would be consistent for three straight weeks. I just can't see him doing that. Um, and Josh Allen's terrific, but it's just week to week. You don't really know what you're going to expect. And even against lower competition or higher competition, it's it's very inconsistent. So that's why I kind of and I, and I just think they're so much more reliant on their quarterback to have a good to great game than anyone else. Like like Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, you're going to run it with them. There was a there was a one game where they didn't run they didn't uh, run it a single time in an entire half like like you need to be able to run the ball you need to be able to stop the run and they just can't they can't do it and they don't even try to run it so that's why I kind of do take them out of it and the Bengals can beat everyone I don't think the Bengals are going to go particularly far because they're they're also so inconsistent week to week but their ceiling is so high I would but I would. I really like the Colts. I think the Colts could really make noise. Um, and again, if Wentz, Wentz doesn't have a great game, they could still win. Jonathan Taylor could still run for 200 yards and run you run you over. It's just the Colts need Wentz to make two to two to three to four throws throughout the game, big throws, and they pretty much win can win nearly any game. 
Um, but I don't know. I don't. I just I, maybe I'm a little too low on the Bills. I just don't think they can withstand uh, a bad game from Allen. No, and I mean, I right now, totally as fair. it as it sits right now, Tennessee would play Miami in the first round. New England would play Cincy, and Buffalo and Indy would play. So, I mean, I would, we saw I would how that ta- went last take, year. But. I would take Indy in that game. I would take, what, Buffalo-Indy we saw that one? Yeah, Buffalo would be at home. but Yeah, I, I would still probably take Indy in that. Um, but it's probably going to end up being, I mean, depending on how this plays out, the Pats can still win the division. They need a yeah, loss yeah. for from the Bills in one of these last two, and they need to win out. Who do the Bills but play? Bills play the Falcons at home and the Jets at home. All so right, so they're, they're probably going to win both of those. Um, but we only need them to lose one. I've seen crazier shit happen. Um, and then the Pats play the Jags this week at home, and then the Dolphins on the road. And the Dolphins will be fighting for uh, a spot in in the yeah. playoffs. So. Well, as they lie right now, I would personally take the Colts over uh, the Bills and a little bit of upset. I think Wentz this year is definitely a lot better than Rivers was last year. And then I'll tell you right now, Bengals at home against the Pats, that's a tough one. I don't know who I'd pick off the top of my head. Yeah, uh, that's that is a that is that's a, a, a tough very, one. I I don't because want that like, first round matchup. <laughs> yeah, that would be like the one because you got like this new age Burrow and this you know offense who I think is still going to eat even against a Belichick defense. And I think Burrow's smart enough where he's not going to get completely you know, uh, you know. Although we've seen the Jag, uh, not the Jags, we've seen the Bengals lay some real fucking clunkers. Like, we have, <laughs> we've we have, seen, we've um, seen the. That's the thing about like, um, I mean, aside from that, they Colts also have game, a great defense. They also have a great defense. The Bengals do, right? No, they do. That's where they that's do. where, and, and they, they all not, again, they're very inconsistent week to week. The Bengals are, I understand that, but it's just, I feel like they've figured out like their offensive identity. Like they have so many ways to beat you. Like they have three receivers running back. It seems like to all be clicking. Um, it seems, I mean, Joe Burrow's confidence is through the roof. I mean, he's just like, yeah, I'll fuck your bitch. I'll yeah. do it again. I'll do it again, too. Dude, Burrow's the man. Yeah, Burrow I like, really, I like Burrow, Joe Burrow a lot. Burrow really is. I mean, I still I still don't know. When I go back and forth between this Herbert Burrow thing, I still don't know who's going to be better. It's it's yeah. it's such a, it's, I think it's a virtual toss-up. I don't, some, di- some days I think Herbert, some days I think Burrow, I, I don't know. Well, it's it's like you know the raw talent versus the dog mentality, you know. Yeah. Herbert's probably. And, but Herbert, yeah, Herbert also he's he not bad mechanically. He's not bad mechanically. Like he's got good mechanics and he's got ins- and he's got insane arm talent. So. No, yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I, I think you give, you know, Burrow the edge and the the you know the dog mentality and the you know be the guy type of thing. And, you, and I think, and I think, I think intellectually, Burrows Burrows above him. Yeah, and but then you give intellectually, the, yeah, what, Herbert, Herbert all the, the engine, engine, all the talent. physical tools, yeah, yeah. physical tools. Because like body wise, like if you're you're creating a quarterback in a lab, like you're coming out with Justin Herbert. Herbert. It's literally Justin Herbert, like six five, two twenty five, two thirty, like not too tall, not too big, like mobile, not running a run so much where he's going to get hurt, like. Yeah, runs just the right amount. Like, yeah, he's and he's like Burrow everything just, physically. Burrow looks like he just came out of like a high school game. Burrow just looks like he just came out of a high school game, yeah. and Burrow also looks like Min. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he, Burrow's always got this like sly smirk on his Looks face, like, like he just came from from the locker room from hooking up with your girlfriend. Yeah, you don't know about yeah. it. I forgot who it was. Was I think it was Ryan Clark that said on TV he was like the first time I like saw him at LSU the first year I'm like I hated him I'm like why is he so arrogant and then it was like <laughs> I guess he just knew this whole time like he just knew he was gonna be that good. When you know, you know, man. Got to have that confidence. Yeah. When you I, know, I you don't. Know. I don't. I think he's the most confident quarterback in the NFL. I think he's as literally. I mean, maybe Rodgers or Brady. I don't know. Like, conf, like, still confidence-wise, he's right there with them. Yeah, I mean, you could say Brady, but then that that confidence all comes crashing down when you tell him you snuck a strawberry into a smoothie in the morning. <laughs> it's fucked. That must have been what the Saints did. Yeah. Um, or, or if you but play they a late bounce night back. Game. I mean, or if you play a late yeah, night they, game. yeah, yeah. He's got to be in bed by seven. It's a good, yeah. good thing the Super Bowl starts at like, it'll start at like three p.m. You know, where is it? It's in L.A. this year. Okay, yeah, so it's, it's in L.A. Yeah, it'll st- I am. Yeah, I, no. I am also out on the Bucks as a chance at the Super Bowl. I'm out on. Oh them. yeah, they're too hurt. They're too hurt. Levante too David hurt. is Levante David is such an immense loss for them. Yeah, like he's, they're, they're he, I way, think he's as big a loss. Hurt. I think he's a bigger loss than Godwin even because Godwin, in theory, you can replace with AB and Evans and Gronk if they're all healthy, but they also all got to be healthy for all their games, and I don't think that's possible. Levante David and their secondary is already so bad. Oh, the secondary just hasn't gotten much better. No, not at all. Um, yeah, who? So in the NFC, we have. Um, it's it's interesting towards the bottom for sure. The top is pretty much not sorted out, but I mean, the Packers are probably going to be the top seed. Let's be real. Um, yeah, they are. Packers are going to be the top seed. Um, although Dallas is right there, all it takes is the Packers to you know lay an egg against the Vikings. Well, they're all there. Dallas is there. Sunday the Rams night. are there, and the Bucks. They're all eleven and four. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I I think like. Like, like I don't know. It's hard to make his doubt. Dak has been in such a rut, and then he really, obviously, ripped apart Washington. Um, you know, I, I think Dak's really good, and I think like Dak's obviously improved a lot, and we all can agree with that. And I don't know if that rut is like behind him, or it was like a little bit of calf. But like, if Dak, like the thing is, if Dak plays like Dak's capable of playing, like I think Dallas can a hundred percent defeat everyone. Uh, especially at home. If yeah. they're at home, I think they could beat anyone. On the road in Lambeau, I do not give Dallas a shot. I take Green Bay 100 times out of 100 if Dallas is on the road yes. in, in Lambeau. I literally take them 100 times. I don't think the Packers are losing another game this year. I think they're going to win it all. But, uh, and come I, to and the I'm dark side, not to, I'm trying, well, <laughs> I'm trying not to, not to count out the Rams completely because they've started to get uh, the wheels rolling and OBJ's becoming a fit but um stafford's been pretty bad too in some of these games like if Dak if Odell been, made the smart decision and just went to green bay i know this would all be over like stafford's just been so bad though like some of these some of his like stafford's i think that's the thing stafford's low is so low like it's like three picks and can't complete a pass it's like jared goff it's like jared goff yeah. level of low it's like his ceiling, his ceiling is very high, but his floor is so low, and like, and like Brady. The ceiling is and, literally the MVP of the league. And, yeah, and like, but like, but Rodgers and Brady don't give you that in the playoffs. Like they're 
ant game is like, oh, two touchdowns and one or two picks at worst. That's like their floor, you know? And, um, you know, like the, the, like Stafford's is just so much lower. It, you know, that's where I'm kind of, I kind of really, I'm very confident in the Packers, and I think Dallas has a chance. I do think the Rams have a chance. And uh, the Bucks obviously have a chance. I just think defensively in that secondary is so beaten up. And, you know, Evans is always hurt. Gronk's always banged up. And A.B.'s a, 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 a nut. You know, if you lose one of those those three position playmakers and Lenny's out right now, if you lose one of those three receivers, you're, you're like, you know, like with A.B. and Gronk and no Evans, like, and what what how shattered their defense is, you're not beating, you know, uh, Rodgers on the road. You're not beating Dallas on the road. Like, that's big, too. Like, um, like if, like, if you have a team like Tampa on the road uh, against Dallas, like, I think everyone would be all over Tampa. But, like, if Dallas is at home versus Tampa, Dallas 100% has a chance to win that game. Uh, and yes. Dak would absolutely shred the secondary of the Bucks. And uh, it could be, honestly, a signature win for Dak's career, one of his first signature wins, if that matchup does happen, where it's like, whoa, this is Dak's coming out party. It's no longer just regular season. It's no longer just throwing for yards. It's I beat the GOAT. And, you know, I don't even know what the spread would be on that game. It may be like Tampa minus two and a half, if I had to guess. But uh, I don't know. What do you guys think the, the, the spread would that be? Tampa at home or I Dallas? I mean, this Dallas defense and this Dallas defense is incredible right now. This Dallas yes. defense is holy shit. Dallas at home versus Tampa is, is Dallas even a favorite? Maybe with that yes. defense. Yeah, uh, I think I, I think it's probably Dallas minus one. I think that's minus like one, one of those two. games that just what happens over the next like what happens from now until leading up to that game is what determines that line. You know, Jones, how impressed are you with this Dallas defense? You weren't a believer. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, they're not terrible, which is what they were expected no, to be. No, stop, stop. No, I'm they're, saying not, I'm, I'm not saying they're they're, they're, they're an elite defense. They're, they're great. Defense. I'm saying you know, but like they were, it's good because they were expected to be not great at all. I know, but like I, I like I dropped Dallas team at one point. I thought they were going to come back to earth, but now they got Demarcus Lawrence back, and Diggs picks everything off, and you have Micah Parsons is probably the defensive player of the year. I don't want to hear T.J. Watt win the. I don't want to hear T.J. Watt's name with how bad the Steelers have been defensively. If you're the defensive yeah. player of the year, you can't have a defense that's not in the top 20. Sorry. Like, I know Watt's incredible, but, like, you're, like, and I saw him getting run over by, like, players lately. Like, you can't, like, Michael Parsons, for me, is the defensive player of the year, probably just because of his impact. And I don't care that he's, like, he's just the tackles for loss, the sacks, the quarterback pressures. I mean, it's and, and and Diggs could be in the running too, but he just can't really cover consistently. He just makes the big plays. He's like a wide receiver out there. But yeah, Dallas's defense, like Dallas's defense versus Tampa, I'm taking Dallas' defense. Yes, I think like, I think that would be a weird line. I think that would be a line where like the Bucks are still even favored by one or two to get people to take the Bucks, but the Cowboys would win that game. That's outright. what I'm saying. Like I think that's a that's a line that's going to be based entirely yeah. on public opinion. Yeah, you know, I see it with within two either way. Yeah, um, and um, then like San Francisco's a team I think could 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 win a game. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of lurking right now. They, you know, like I mean, they, if they played like the card, like the Cardinals aren't winning a game. I don't care who the Cardinals are playing. I'll take the other team. Yeah. The Cardinals are a disaster. Yeah. The Cardinals are pretenders. So right now, as it sits, 
Dallas would play Philly, which they would fucking sh- they would shit pump Philly. Probably, and yeah, then probably by probably by seven to ten, yeah. San Fran would play the Rams. That'd be a good game, and then it'd be Arizona, Tampa Bay. Tampa would throttle them. Yeah, sure experience. So, yeah, yeah. So I mean, there'd be some good games, but Minnesota could still get in there. <laughs> so can this? Oh, well, the Saints kind of are hurting. Yeah, Minnesota. I mean, I, technically the Falcons. The Falcons. Are, the Falcons, saw, the Falcons still done get for it. the year. Oh, the Falcons, the worst seven and eight team ever in history of, of the universe. <laughs> yes. I think. I'm like, I hope they make team? the playoffs. I I hope they no. make the playoffs. Just no. as, that would be awesome. That would be awesome to see Maddie Light in. It's nice. <laughs> It'd be cool for Matt Ryan, yes, because Matt Ryan's had to put up with a lot of shit. And granted, he's been okay. He's been amazing, but um. You know, without Calvin Ridley, and I mean, their team is just so yuck. Uh, but I, I mean, I think I think it's going to come down to Philly or Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, think the Saints so too. have a shot too. The Saints really have a shot too because they have two shitty opponents coming up. Yeah. I believe they have the Falcons and the Panthers. So they have a. But um, I, I mean, I don't really know if I want to see the Saints in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't I mean, really. I, I'd that, like it to say. Luck. Especially not with Ian Book. I mean, I'd like like it to stay how it is now. I think that's a good one through seven. Um, Those teams deserve to be there. Um, But we have to talk about another playoff. We got to talk about the college football playoff. Uh, Friday, Friday the 31st, (laughs) New Year's Eve, we've got Cincy and Alabama. Alabama currently 13 and a half point favorites. And we've got Michigan and the Bulldogs of Georgia. Uh, Georgia currently uh, seven and a half point favorites. I can tell you right now, I am taking both dogs. Hundred yes. percent taking both dogs. Not a how not a Georgia chance. Seven and a half laying. point favorite. How is how is Georgia seven and a half point favorites? I don't know, but Michigan's ben, defense ben is going to give them just as much trouble as Alabama's defense did. That Bennett is, might not complete a Sensen Bennett might not complete a pass against Michigan. I think. I'm going to take at seven and a half points. I, I think am that might hope win that out. Con- I, I'm, I was just about to say, I hope it continues to go the other way. Give me more juice so I can take that money line. Give me more. I want it all. What is the juice? I want like a plus 240. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take that too. Michigan <laughs> yeah. is, I, I mean, I think, I think I Michigan, think, I think it's Michigan. I think they're here. almost like I think a team Michigan's, of, I, yeah, I, th- I was going to say, I think they're like a team of destiny. Like, I think just like, like this is year their year. They beat Ohio State. When when else is it not going to be their year? Like, I think yeah. they can beat everyone. What do you think, Dave? And honestly, it would be it would be a big that would just you know every Harbaugh would be good for the rest of his contract. No one could say anything. They won a natty. No one could say anything. They beat mm-hmm. Ohio State. Won a natty. Yeah, I mean, if if Harbaugh wins a natty, he's he's good for. I mean, ever. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, look at fucking Coach O. <laughs> Look at Coach O. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Coach O's different though. Coach O kind of blew it for himself. I know. I mean, but, I mean Jesus, the guy <laughs> like Coach O. Let's not act like he didn't sustain a lot of injury. Like he's had a pretty bad luck the last couple of years with COVID. You know, people yes. opting out and injuries and whatnot. You know, Coach O. I feel you know recruiting has always been a strong suit. You know, over coaching. You know, in terms like compared to X's nose. Um. So I I don't know I at, after that I'm like I can't I can't say winning a natty does it for any you know how long that buys right. them, um, but I mean I think Harbaugh's a little different 
just because of his connection to Michigan. You know, he's kind of the the hometown yeah. kid coming, you know, coming back. So yeah, you got to figure a, a natty buys him at least another contract because um, you can't imagine. You know, winning a natty does a lot for your program recruiting wise too. You're now you've now legitimized yourself. You now can be a place where you five star recruits know they can come and have a chance to win a national title. Um, on yeah. top of the, you know, the the storied history of Michigan football. I have to say, I would love it if it was a Cincy Michigan national championship. Nothing would make me, me happier than it. to not have the SEC involved. That would just be the icing on the cake. I just, I, I, dude, I think Cincinnati's going to get their fucking dick kicked in like every other not, you know, big school that sneaks into the playoff. And, you know, maybe I'll eat my words. Maybe they'll be the first team to not get absolutely demolished. But. I I don't think they'll win realistically. I think Bama will win, but Bama's so streaky, dude. They're so bad realistically. Like <laughs> the teams that ha- they've played close against that they should have won by forty five. Like you are, you're Alabama, and you're you're gonna almost lose to to an unranked Auburn. You're gonna lose to an unranked Texas A and M. I know, it's, and, and it, you're, yeah. it's just like we we always say like there's been uh, you know a handful of years over the last you know. 15, 12, 15 years that we've just been like, yeah, ain't it for Alabama. And then next thing you know, they're fucking raising the trophy, you know? And yeah. Like, uh, what I, uh, the year they won with Derrick Henry, they were like talking about like who, uh, so, something came up and they were like, talking about the quarterback. And they, I legitimately didn't know the quarterback's name. I don't, I don't remember him being the quarterback. He was the quarterback <laughs> when Derrick Henry was the was running it McElroy? back. And they won. No, I know McElroy. It was. I legitimately can't remember his name, um, but they what said year it. Was that? And I think it was twenty fifteen. Uh, yeah. Let me look it up. But yeah, it. And it's just like okay, they seem to like win when you least expect it because they've had fantastic. Derrick Henry had had twenty eight touchdowns his his junior year and twenty two hundred rushing yards. He had 395 Jake calories. Coker. Yeah, Jake, Jake Coker. Jake Coker. Okay, I, I remember his name. Yeah, I remember the name, too. Yeah, remember but, the name, but like you can't remember a single play he made in college football. <laughs> Damn, dude, they had legitimately... They had Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, and Damian Harris as their running backs. Calvin Ridley. <laughs> Calvin Ridley, Cam Sims. <laughs> Cyrus Jones is their corner. Marlon Humphrey, that Minka Fitzpatrick, Jesus Christ! That's how you win with Jay Coker, dude. They could have, they could have legitimately beat a lot of teams. <laughs> I'm sure at that point in the yeah. NFL. Uh, they also Holy had shit. They, I'm trying to look who they, who their defense. Their defense was pretty good too. Darren um, Payne, Jonathan Allen, yeah. Reggie Ragland. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, so the, and then the year before they didn't win. And they had listen to the names they lost the year before. TJ Yeldon, Amari Cooper, Landon Collins. Um yeah, like just they lost a handful of great guys and they didn't win the year before, you know, when they had all the same guys in the year that they won. You know, so Yeah. Bama is just like I I because of years like that, I'm just never going to count them out, you know, because we all, yeah, it's, 
You can't. You can't. I agree. We, they always just put egg on everyone's face. Oh, fuck. Alabama, they don't have the talent this year. It's a down year for Alabama, but they got a great recruiting class. They're gearing up for next year. You know, the, that, you know, the, what, it's 2021. So they're like, oh, the 2019 class is going to be the starters. And that was like the number one class in the country. And, you know, they're ready for it. And then they win a national title. You're like, oh, okay, great. I mean, yeah, their fucking quarterback fantastic. won the Heisman Trophy this year. It's you know that's usually yeah. like their weakness is quarterback and they have the best quarterback in the country. It is. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, but those will be good games. I'm excited. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you know these bowl games don't get fucked up um, like every other bowl game. But we got to do our pick 'em for week uh, 17 of the NFL. Only two weeks left, guys, including this one. Um, it's really crazy. I uh, it is crazy. This season, the season absolutely flew by. Um, I'll, I'll go first. I got, I got my picks ready here. Uh, right off the bat, taking the lions plus seven against the Seahawks on the road. Give me the lions. I mean, take lions oh, yeah. money line for Christ's sake. I mean, this team is a wagon at this point. Keep <laughs> losing Seahawks. Keep losing. Yeah. And then, uh, I'm going to take a big number here, but bucks on the road against the jets minus 13, uh, bucks need a win. In order to stay in contention for that top seed while uh, praying for a Packers loss. So they're going to leave no doubt in this one. They're going to smack the Jets. Um, I am going to take a dog, though. Uh, a road dog. 12 and a half points. I'm taking the Texans. Texans beat the Chargers Ooh. outright last week. Not bad. Uh, I think the Texans are going to uh, play play some close football here at least. So give me Texans plus 12 and a half. And then uh, kind of uh, a low number, um, but I'm going to take uh, Falcons-Bills over 44. I'm going to take that. I think that I think that'll go over 44 easy, whether it's a blowout or whether the Falcons keep it close. But All right. Nice. I got uh, – I'm going to go – now that fantasy's over, I expect Cordero Patterson to – not over, but I'm out of the playoffs. I expect Cordero Patterson to have like 45 points this week. So Sorry, Thomas. <laughs> Point oh two, point oh two, son yeah. of a bitch. Unreal. Uh, my first pick, I'm going to go with uh, the Bengals plus five at home against the Chiefs. I think the Bengals could win this game. I don't think they will. I think the Chiefs will win by three to four. Um, I like the number five. I like Bengals plus five, though. Um, <clears throat> second game, I am going uh, with. Where was she? Uh, I'm also taking the Lions plus seven. I think the Seahawks are uh, continuously overrated. Um, and I don't think they should have any expectations. They should lose all their games for the rest of the year, matter of fact, um, just because the Jets have their pick. Uh, third game I'll take is Cowboys minus five and a half against the Cardinals. Man, is this a brutal game if you are the Cardinals. You're going on the road at Dallas after losing to the Lions and the Colts. And now it doesn't get any easier, and you're not going to win this game. And I don't know who they have week 18, but they are going to be stumbling into the playoffs, man. And they're going to have no confidence. Cliff Kingsbury, most overrated coach in the league. Kyler Murray, also overrated, uh, in my opinion. People look at fantasy numbers and think he's some god, but I think Kyler Murray uh, has a ways to go. Um, So those are my three picks. Over-under. What I'm continuously seeing with these really low over-unders, usually you should smash the under. Um, I'm talking like really low. Like 38 and a half Saints-Panthers. Oh, I've seen all I need 
to, from from Ian Book, Sam Darnold, uh, wh- whoever else plays quarterback, Taysom Hill. I've seen all I need to see. Under 38 and a half. I think I would take under if it was a sun, if this was under 30. Under 38 and a half. I I think that's possibly too high. Uh, the Saints haven't scored a touchdown, I think, in nine quarters. Uh, and and Darnold and and Can they're just, they're just all so bad. All of these quarterbacks are so bad. And the defenses are good. So those like are my it. picks. All right. Um, I don't think I have anything uh, in common with you guys this week or against. Um, but like that, yeah. Um, Again, uh, the Packers have a game and Aaron Rodgers is playing, so Packers minus six and a half. If I'm not giving up a touchdown, give it to me at Lambeau. Um, I don't know who they're playing, the Monstars or some high school team, doesn't matter. The, Vi- oh, the Vikings. Team, the they're Vikings. playing the Vikings. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, then I'm going, I'm, I'm riding this Dolphins wave. Dolphins plus three and a half. Uh, going up against Titans, I know the Titans are you know, just as hot or, or in the same realm, but I'll take that Dolphins defense plus three and a half. And then uh, give me the Steelers getting points at home against the Browns. I'm not really sure I like that too. why they're – you think it's a trap at home? <sighs> getting points? I don't know. I don't know. I it's mean, a it weird depends. line. I mean, why are they three-point dogs at home? I mean, if Baker comes to play, I don't think the Steelers have a chance. He just hasn't come to play yeah. this year, really. That's where well, that's three point dogs at home. That's where I mean. Also, like, how are the Steelers going to? How are the Steelers going to stop Nick Chubb? Is a huge question to me. Because the Steelers can't stop a damn nosebleed, and Nick Chubb is looking as good as anyone. That'll be a big issue for them. They might have eight or nine in the box and still not be able to stop him. Well, I'm falling for the trap. <laughs> Step right in. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, back to that Dolphins defense. I'm going to take a under on a really low number. Uh, Dolphins Titans under 41. Yeah, oh, I like teams that. To single digits. Um, and it's, you know, two has been great, but it's not exactly like they're lighting up the scoreboard left and right. Um, so Dolphins Titans under 41. And Dolphins plus three and a half. Packers minus six and a half. And Steelers plus three. Nice. Love it. Love it. You got to make some money these last few weeks. You know, it's coming to an end here. We're not going to have these full slates anymore. It's going to be tough. Sundays are going to be tough to get back on top when there's only Yeah, right? We're going to have to pick games. every game. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be – things are going to change around here. Um, yeah, but that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, we will be back in uh, 2022, which uh, we are coming very close to hitting four years of doing this in February. Wow. February 19th of 2022 – will be officially four years of Damn. this podcast. We're coming up on 200 episodes. Uh, kind of crazy that that shit went yeah, by we'll that fast. But it, Probably hit it in the spring. Of spring, yeah. No, we're, we're very, very close to 200 episodes. Crazy. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, go rate and subscribe to this uh, almost 200-episode-old podcast. Uh, follow us on the socials at Bleacher Fan, at Bleacher Banter, and check out the store at BleacherFan.com. And uh, we'll be back next week to ring in 2022 with you. So we'll see you then.